Good evening, brethren. Welcome to another episode. I hope that your day has been okay. In this episode, we are also going to read from Help in Daily Living, chapter 2. I am your host, Lango Evans. Today we are talking about living with others. Brethren, and uh, we know very well that in every association of life, it calls for the exercise of self-control, forbearance, and sympathy. There are very many associations that we can talk of. In life association, we are always brought into association maybe with a friend. We are brought into association with our parents. We are brought into association with our spouses. We are brought into association with the neighborhood. And it is this that we say that every association of life calls for the exercise of self-control, forbearance, and sympathy. One thing that we also need to understand is that in these associations, we differ so widely in disposition. Not only in dispositions, but in habits, education, in that our ways of looking at things vary. The way I look at things is not the way maybe my spouse will look at things. It's not the way maybe your friend will look at things. It's not maybe the way your parent will look at things. That's why we say that uh, our habits, our ways of looking at things vary. And that means that we have got different judgments. Not only so, but our understanding of the truth, our ideas in regard to the conduct of life are not in all aspects the same. And there are very many things that determine how we look at life or our general outlook of, of life, maybe how we have been brought up, the environment that we have, we have grown in, our source of authority in, in how we deal, we deal with life. And that's why our ideas in regard to the conduct of life are not in all aspects the same. There are no two whose experience is alike in every particular. Yeah, in some particular, you can have an experience that is, that is alike. But in some particular, you can have an experience that, that is not alike. And that is where Christianity comes in. Because what brought animosity between individuals or what brought great differences between men that their love has waxed cold is, is iniquity. And for us to be of the same mind, we need to, to gather together close to Jesus Christ. Therefore, you find that the trials of one are not the trials of another. The duties of one, which one will find to be light, are to another most difficult and perplexing. The duties that a man will find to be light, maybe to a woman, they are most difficult and perplexing. The duties that maybe a woman will find to be light, maybe to some men or to a man, they are most difficult and perplexing. That's why we, we began by saying that we are wired differently. And remember we are talking about living with others. 
So frail, so ignorant, so liable to misconception is a human nature. And here, when it talks about the human nature, it means anyone and, and, and everybody, as long as we, we are human, to the mighty and to the weak, to the learned, to the unlearned. So frail, so ignorant, so liable to misconception is the human nature that it should be careful in, in the estimate he places upon another. And that's why it takes us back when we, when we say that uh, in life, our ideas, our, our ideas in regard to the conduct of life are not in all aspects the same. There are no two whose experiences are alike in every particular. And that makes us that each should be careful in the estimate he places upon another. For example, there is that, past, that, that duty that you, you, you find to be light. And to another person, it is not light. For us to live well with such a person or with such people, because we're talking about living with others, then our, our, our living will only be, be, be cordial if we have a careful estimate that we place upon such a person. We little know the bearing of our acts upon the experience of others. What do we, what we do or say may seem to us of little moment. When could our eyes be open, we should see that upon it depended the most important results for good or for evil. And that now brings us to the point that the estimate that we place upon one another might be for good or for evil. So there are very many people who have suffered evil because maybe their brother, their sister, their father, their mother, their friend, their neighbor did not have a careful estimate, did not place a careful estimate upon them. And they have found this journey of life to be very perplexing. So what are we saying is that for us to live with others, we should see that upon it depend the most important results for good or for evil. And that's why in this episode whereby we are talking about living with others, we want to look at consideration for burden bearers. At one point in life, or at any point in life, there is that person that has always bore some burden and you have depended on that person. To the youth, we can say that a parent is the burden bearer because the, the, the parent does the donkey work maybe for you to go to school. The parent does the donkey work maybe for you to, to live a comfortable life according to the ability that is. Maybe the burden bearer here is the breadwinner. And as we're talking about consideration for burden bearers in this episode of Living with Others, that person who bears the burden, be it in the home, be it outside the home, be it in the neighborhood, do we always have a consideration for them? We know that many have borne so few burdens. Their hearts have known so little real anguish. They have felt solid perplexity and distress in behalf of others that they cannot understand the work of the true burden bearer. And that tends, of, tends to give us a definition of who a burden bearer is. Is that person who will, who will bear the perplexities of life and will go through his distress in behalf of others. 
And we know that the chief burden bearer is Jesus Christ. And also in life, there are those who bear a burden for others. And we have given an example of, of the relationship between a parent and a, and a child. Between a breadwinner and the house. So maybe we have a breadwinner here. And talking in the context of a breadwinner, we, we, we are saying that many have borne so few burdens when it comes to breadwinning. Their hearts have known so little real anguish when it comes to breadwinning. They have felt so little perplexity and distress in behalf of others to put a bread on the table that they cannot understand the work of the burden bearer. So in this context, who is your burden bearer? Is it your husband? Is it, is it your wife? Is it, is it your parent? Is it your friend? Is it your guardian? Is it the neighborhood? Have we ever sat down to consider them as burden bearers? No more capable are, are, are many in a position of appreciating his burdens than is the child of understanding the care and toil of his burdened father. Many times a child will not understand the care and the toil of his burdened father. When the father goes out in the morning maybe to, to go and fend for the family and comes back in the evening, maybe the child will not, will not appreciate. And this, in this context, they use uh, the example of a child is being used. Which means we don't expect an adult not to understand and appreciate the burdens that the burden bearer bears. But unfortunately, in the world today, the love of many has, has grown so cold that we have very many, even among adults, who don't appreciate the burdens, the care, and the toil that the burden bearer goes, goes through or that the burden bearer has to, has to live through for them to be able to, to do something on their behalf. Coming back to the child. The child may wonder at his father's fears and perplexity. So to the, to the youth, our fathers have fears. Our fathers have perplexities to the men. Your wives have fears, they have perplexities. To the women, your husbands have fears and they have perplexities. The child may wonder at his father's fears and perplexity. This appear needless to him. But when years of experience shall have been added to his life, when he himself come to bear its burden, he will look back upon his father's life and understand that which was once so incomprehensible. Let us bring it back to the setting of the youth. A youth may wonder, may wonder at his father's fears and perplexity. Maybe they, they, will, they will not understand. But there comes a time whereby years of experience, when they are added to your life, when you yourself come to bear the burdens of life, that you will look back upon your father's life. You will look back upon your mother's life. You look back upon your guardian's life and understand that which was so incomprehensible. Bitter experience will give you knowledge. So with, the, with this understanding, for us to be able to live with others, it is needful that we have a consideration for burden bearers. Let our eyes be open 
and know that how we relate to burden bearers will determine whether the results will be for good or for evil. Why wait until bitter experience gives you a knowledge that there is a role that the burden bearer played and needed to be appreciated? There is a role that the burden bearer played and all that that burden bearer needed in return was respect. And all that that burden bearer needed in return was submission. And all that that burden bearer needed in return was love. So in the world that we are living in today, many do not have a consideration for burden bearers. Just like a child who does not have an understanding of the care and the toy of his burdened father, there are so many who don't understand the care and the toil that the wife goes through. Who don't have an understanding and the care and toil that the husband goes through. That the parent goes through. But help in daily living reads that the work of many a burden bearer is not understood. His labors are not appreciated until death lays him low. It is until that position, that role that the burden bearer was playing is suppressed maybe by death or disease that many will feel the gap that has been left. That's why Help in Daily Living says that the work of many a burden bearer is not understood. His labors are not appreciated until death lays him low. And here the reason is that after death has laid them low, you now remain to fill those shoes. And you find the shoes too big. You understand his perplexities. It is, it is then that you understand his fears. It is then that you understand his, his, his troubles. Let us bring it in the setting of a youth and a parent. Many a times a youth will not understand the work of the burden bearer who is the parent in this context. He will not appreciate his labors until death lays the parent low. Then when you take up the burdens he has laid down, you meet the difficulties he encountered. It's only then that you can understand how his faith and courage were tested. Let us bring it to another context, maybe between spouses. The breadwinner maybe is the husband. The breadwinner maybe is, is, is the wife. The breadwinner maybe is a single parent. And those who are living to, to eat of this bread that is being provided, many times they don't understand the labors of the provider. His labors or her labors are not appreciated until death lays him or her low. Then when others take up the burden he has laid low and meet the difficulties he or she encountered, they can understand how his or her faith and courage were tested. Often then, the mistakes they were so quick to censure are lost sight of. And so we should not be quick to censure mistakes without a careful consideration. Because when death will have laid low this burden bearer, is then understanding will come to you that the mistakes 
you are so quick to censure are lost sight of. Experience now teaches you sympathy. And that's why we said, for us to be able to live with others, let us have a regard for sympathy so that we have we can have a, a peaceful living, a peaculeful coexistence. Help in daily living uh, finishes that portion by saying that God permits men to be placed in positions of responsibility. When they err, he has power to correct or to remove them. We should be careful not to take into our hands the work of judging that belongs to God. So, brethren, this evening, we have talked about living with others. And we began by saying that in every association of life, we are called to exercise self-control, forbearance, and sympathy. That person who is a burden bearer, maybe all they have ever needed in their, in their toil and in their care is just a sympathizing look. It's just a, a, a sympathizing a sympathizing care. It's just a word of appreciation. So, brethren, we should be careful not to take into our own hands the work of judging that belongs to God. Before the burden bearer is laid low by death, because at one point or another, death will lay as low. And when death lays one low, there are those who will be left behind that maybe depended on this person that death has laid low. If how they live with this person was not according to the principles that we have laid down, then it is then that they, they are left with lives of regret which only experience has taught them. But also to the burden bearers is that we have responsibilities, you have responsibility. Each and every person has a responsibility to stand in on behalf of others. The best that you can do is to emulate the example of Jesus Christ who did, who did it faithfully and went to all extents to ensure that he had won our salvation. The same principle we can borrow and put into life in anything that we do. That we should do all to ensure that those who depend on, on that which you toil for are well kept. So this evening we are talking, we are talking about living with others and the bottom line is that we should exercise self-control, forbearance, and sympathy in the way we relate to burden bearers. might be your husband, it might be your wife, it might be your parent, it might be your guardian. This life today is a life of toil and care. That the best that those who are toiled for, those who are cared for, can return is forbearance and sympathy. But we sing glory and hallelujah for Jesus Christ who bore our burdens and was willing to die. He did a deed that no man maybe might, be, might not be able to go. He did a deed that, that no man might not be able to stretch himself or himself to that extent. But when Christ abides in us, we, we follow the path that he followed. 
and as we are admonished in the word of God, we can live to a point whereby we are we are we are we are willing and we are ready to bear down our lives for a brother or for a sister. So God bless you this evening. For us to live well with others, let us always remember to have a consideration for burden bearers. Have a blessed evening.